Okay, guys, how are you? Matt the Big Bear Red was here. Welcome to my podcast. On this mate, we talk about all sorts of topics from footy, fishing, beers, all kinds. So come and join me, mate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the bloody show. Well, let's have a yak, shall we? Hello, everyone. What's going on? Uh, Matt here. What's going on? Uh, welcome to episode four. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, episode there for me for tonight. Recording this tonight, of course. Um, I've got me mate Andrew on again. What's going on, mate? Uh, very little. Very little. How is everyone out there? Um, got some very exciting news, mate. We are officially online, as everyone knows. We're officially online with Spotify, uh, so you can go over and check us out on Spotify. Um, so, to this episode, mate, we are talking about being on lockdown with this COVID-19 virus bloody bullshit. Um, and this is actually going to be the last top episode that we actually are, actually are going to talk about this virus. And um, so, right. Living in lockdown, mate, how's it been for you at this point in time? Very weird for me, um... It's definitely probably the first thing I've experienced like this, and I'm probably pretty safe to say it's the first thing you've experienced like it. Yes, definitely. It's not as bad as some people make it out to be, but it's also, it has a very weird effect on, on me, per se. It's, you know, at the end of the day, things could be worse, yes, but it, it's quite strange. It's just a real Groundhog Day feeling. Yeah, like everything is just running to all one big day, isn't it? Literally everything into one big day. Yeah, you don't realise how much you miss structure and and your daily life when, until you're in a situation where pretty much going to sleep doesn't mean the start of a new day. It, yeah. It's feeling like going to sleep is just a... feels like we're just in one long day. That's what it feels like, to be honest. Yeah. Um... So, had, so in some, in well, really, in this first topic that we're actually going to be talking about, um, uh, how has this virus actually affected people? So we'll go on the first top topic in that, which would be the jobs. Now, I last heard it's been 275,000 people actually on to JobKeeper or JobSeeker. It's, um, it's been one hell of a trip down the old lane for this one, I assure you. Uh, we haven't seen nothing like this since the Great Depression, that they're saying. Yeah, and that was a fair while ago. <laughs> yes, in the 1920s, 30s, something like that. Um, it was pretty one of those hectic times where everyone just lost their jobs, and it was like that now. Uh, one minute Ironically. everyone was working, it was just everyone just lost their jobs. Um, as soon as I said different restrictions and different um, measures and that type of thing were coming in, basically everyone just lost their jobs, didn't they? Yep, very similar to what we're at now. Mm. Which I don't think the coronavirus is quite as bad as the Spanish flu, but yeah, well, it hasn't that well, it hasn't killed over a hundred million people? I think the the old thing is with the Spanish flu, um, but at the same time, this has been more of a uh, like an economy type virus where everything's just shut down um it was pretty like i said there before it was pretty bad because it actually happened this time around too is that everyone just lost their jobs didn't they yeah pretty much just over, over 
Well, this whole virus has just really taken off. It, it's it feels like just overnight. I mean, it was it was kind of a case where everyone was going, ah, this will blow over, this will blow over. Yeah. And it's yeah, within this within a couple of days. I remember it quite vividly. Where I was, you look through the internet and you see, oh, so and so is postponing a show. This sporting yeah. event's being postponed. And you think, ah, eh. bloody fool. <laughs> yeah, you think yourself, oh, geez, they're overreacting a bit here, aren't they? Yeah. And then, before you know it, everything's shut down. Everything's postponed. Yeah. And we're in a situation where, you know, it wasn't a matter of of days that you're thinking, oh, just a couple of days, and this will this will sort itself out. No, so no. now we're, we're looking at months, and yeah, and it's just, I mean, I, I will say this for us, where I think there are some doomsdays who are talking about years, and I think those people really need to pull their head in a bit and just be a bit more realistic, because I think one thing we've learned is, it, thankfully over in Australia, it hasn't been as bad as predicted. Yeah. Well, we got Which, on pretty but, damn bloody quick too, didn't we? Really, when you really think about it, we got yeah. on pretty damn quick. Um. So really, maybe learn from other mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Uh. So really, when it comes to it, with money, now money is being one of those things where it's a very touchy subject when it comes to certain things. Um. How do you think the money side's actually going ahead? Well, I think the government's done pretty good with what they've done in terms of you know those. Those stimulus packages at seven hundred fifty bucks they're giving to um people on what disabilities yeah. and welfare and whatnot and I think as always we've got the um you've got the people there who go oh why do they deserve money they don't do anything for it but you've got to look at the big picture the big picture is money needs to be going back in the economy exactly right and what these people aren't realizing is that all right, you're giving nearly a thousand dollars to someone for basically no reason, but that money is most likely going to go to in the pockets of one of the people who is complaining about that. Someone who is a small business owner, someone who works in a retail store. That money is going to go back in the economy, and I think that's what people aren't seeing. And you know, what I do, what I did find a little bit frustrating is. People who, when you get this money, don't save it. It's not money for you to save for a later date. Money for you to spend. Yeah, and spend, that, that's the whole spend. point. I think a lot of people are, aren't are realising they want people to spend money. Yeah. Don't hold it, and, spend it. And what, you know, the people who are going, oh, well, why is it going to people on, on job seekers and people on welfare and, you know, there's just some people who have this real bee in their bonnet about welfare recipients, and yeah. I've never been able to understand it. I've never had a problem with any of them. But it's it's like, well, there's no point giving it to someone who's working simply because they don't have time to spend the money. Yeah. And to, they're most likely, they're the people who, who need the money to come through their business. They're not going to buy stuff from their own store. Exactly. So, you know, you, you've got to... You've got to look at what the government's done, and it makes sense. Give it to the people who have the time and the availability to spend money. Yep, exactly right. And then that money will end. And the funny part is the people who are complaining, what they don't realize is that money will end up in your pocket eventually. 
<laughs> exactly. It all goes down into a big giant circle, really, how the national money works. Like, um, my people say that, uh, oh, yeah, he's got 20000 he's got 50000 or whatever, and he's got $2. It doesn't matter, because that money that you got today was actually a bloke down the road's money about two days ago. It all goes around a big giant circle, this economy shit, and um, that's why I understand why people get this big bloody, uh, I don't know, like a big attitude problem about it, because it all goes down into one big giant bloody circle. There's been this stigma for as long as I know um, that for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's if it's the TV show Housos or what, that they think everyone that's receiving welfare is a drug addict or just lazy or something like that. When I happen to know a few people who um who are receiving benefits, and those people are some of the more motivated people I know. It's just from time to time. You know, some people have illnesses. Some people just, you know, have 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 other issues, and you get yourself caught in 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 periods of your life where you can't get going. Yeah. And that's what a majority of these people are. And the amount of insults they have to deal with on a daily basis from shows like A Current Affair and and all those other type of shows that yeah, that are doing segments on welfare bludges or whatever they want to call them. Every second week, yeah. And what I find, um, what I find odd is what you got to realize is some of these people don't necessarily have the same advantages as I or other people have when it comes to work. Where yeah, maybe they're not physically able to work, maybe or, or even mentally able too, mate. It's, yeah, even it's not mentally just a, able. It's not actually just a physical thing; it's bloody mental as well. Like there are some people who I even know who can't work because of mental um, reasons. And um, the other, yeah, no, you're right. Um, PTSD and all that type of stuff. Um, it's it's not just because they're lazy. It it has to be some reason, and there always is a reason why some people can't work. Yeah, and the other thing too, which I which I tend to, I tend to bring up is, there's two things actually. I'll just start with the first one. That's yep. If you look at a job like a trade, I mean, I know for a start. I'm a panel beater, and I also do performance tuning in cars. I know that took a lot of lot of schooling to get fully qualified in. And oh shit, yeah. Here's, here's the thing: when you when you first get into a trade, you actually need money to afford school, to afford startup stuff, you know. So that's when a good a good environment growing up, a safe roof over your head, um, a family with that's comfortable financially. Is necessary, and people don't quite understand that there are a lot of people receiving benefits who grew up in a broken home without being financially stable. So, yep. education and the things that we took for granted and never even thought of weren't available to those people, and that's something which is very commonly overlooked. And the other thing, other thing I will point out is. There's this notion that these people are sitting back, counting money and doing nothing. Well, apparently they only get five hundred dollars a fortnight. I don't. I, I know for a fact. I my my lifestyle. I spend that in a week. So, I mean, I don't understand how people can think that that's a gra- a glamorous life, you know, because it's not to those people. But 
I guess, as I said, the shows like Current Affair and 60 Minutes have kind of twisted the reality of that. Yeah. But everyone will have their opinions on certain things. Everyone does. Everyone will ever always have an opinion on certain things. But sometimes people just got to understand there's two sides to a story, there's two sides to a coin. And I reckon there's always, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there always will be. And um, some people just have to understand that too. But um, with the uh, fourth, uh, fourth point, the fourth, um, the fourth point, um, of this topic is the companies itself, like the businesses. Um, like I know for a fact, uh, it was on telly there the other day, nearly 95% of all employment at the Crown Casino here in Melbourne uh, was actually put off. Now that is a big, 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 big deal, especially for the Crown Casino, as it is for sure. And most of the airlines are all grounded. Virgin have gone into remission, so... That's a big deal as well. Yeah, it's it's the Crown Casino one. You just imagine the money that's in, tied up at the moment there. Yeah, well, they they were housing the um, infected people who actually were well, not actually infected people, but the people who had to do the two weeks isolation, and um, they were forking out. I can imagine thousands and thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Like for food and that type of stuff as well. But um, I can just imagine how much money the Crown Casino is actually losing because that is one of the biggest casinos here in Victoria, of course. But uh, yeah. it's not just I'll that casino either. I think the Crown Casino goes up there, one of the biggest in the world, man. It's, it's yeah. one of those ones that, you know, there's not many... Obviously, you have to go probably go to Vegas or Dubai to find ones that rival it, or Monte Carlo, but... yeah. You're not going to find another one like it in Australia, and you're not going to find another one like it in New Zealand or Japan or China or like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the biggest in Asia. Yeah, no, definitely, mate, definitely. But how do you think the... Now, that's the multi-bean dollar companies. How about the old blowjo down the road, the old bakeries? Um, some of those businesses are shutting down. Some of those businesses are shutting their doors. I'm just thinking, well, what the hell is going on here? Well, the old bakery down the street is definitely... if my my gut has anything to do with it. He's definitely um, staying in business. Bloody oath. I tell you. Bloody oath. Um, because we have some really nice pies where I am and uh, beautiful sausage rolls and parsies. As long as um, us big boys are bloody still alive, we're still eating our freaking pies and parsies, I'm telling you. And just our sausage rolls. Um, Ain't nothing going to stop that. No bloody way. Just with a bit of tomato sauce. Jeez, mate, you got yourself a good meal right there. Um... But it's the people who um, run the, uh, the restaurants and the cafes, uh, they're, they're all shut down. The whole bloody lot's shut because of this isolation thing, which is fair enough. We have be- we are actually beaten this thing with this isolation rules, and I reckon it's probably been the best thing that we've ever done because now we're actually starting to take a lot of shit grateful and, you know, actually appreciating shit, I should really say, well, um, about actually going outside now. I um I think something which people need to um and it, I must admit I was guilty of it. We're, we're getting a bit impatient about this lockdown, but yeah. I think people got to realize is I don't. Yes, we're doing better than expected, but I think yeah. that's why this lockdown will last a bit longer. Yeah. Because we we're no longer trying to contain it. We're in a position where we're on the verge of being able to eliminate it altogether. Yeah. And. That would be, you know, if that happens, 
if we eliminate it altogether, which which is a hundred and ten percent what the um health ministers and what the government are now doing, and I reckon in a couple of weeks they'll announce that is because we've got the numbers down so low a lot quicker than was expected and a lot lower than expected. Yeah. That I, I feel like that's gonna be the next move, but people just gotta be patient in it. And you know, if that means we have to stay in lockdown for another month or two, if not longer, and this thing goes away in Australia for and then, you know, a year's time a vaccine comes and it's gone altogether. Yeah. Well then that's a small price to pay, really. I mean Definitely. I mean, I know I'm sick of sitting inside, but I also know seeing those numbers come down is one is every day that happens is another day we get closer to being going back out as life as normal. Exactly right. Um, but like I was saying before, mate, we're these small businesses, mate, and the companies, they're feeling the pinch. They are really feeling the pinch. Um, I just hope that uh, well, the government are supporting small businesses. They, uh, I think, they're giving them like a ten thousand dollar grants. I think they are. Yeah, and, and um, yeah. Oh, something I just want to interject, which hasn't been mentioned here, is one. There is one small business that would be absolutely booming right now, and that's your takeaway joints. And um, oh yeah. So when we say small businesses, we got to be. We also got to remind ourselves that there are some. This is benefiting. Yeah, see that that's the whole thing. Like, um, like you're you're a panel beater, so you're, you're like a half a mechanic type thing, type deal. Um, yeah, as, trade. Yeah, well, as a trade, yeah. Um, how's your working life been going anyway? When it because comes to I this work stuff, because I do performance based. Um, we work in a performance shop, and the panel panel beat and I do is custom. Um, we weren't considered essential. Yeah. So we've um I have been placed onto the job keeper. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that starts flowing, but hopefully soon. Yeah. But yeah, we're I'm I'm pretty good. I mean I, I'm I'm in a pretty good position, so I'm I'm not gonna complain too much about that. It's just more the boredom's what's getting me more than anything else. It's like um with the hospitality and the chef uh, sector. Like they were all put off. Like the whole lot of them were all put off. And they're, they're the poor bastards I feel sorry for too because they were the first ones really to go. Them, and then I think it was the airlines, and then it was the trades, the, you know, the tradies. Then it was all construction, that type of shit, and then just, yeah, went down from there. And then everything went on hold, like the sporting events. Um, so you got to remember too, all the MCG staff were all put off. The um, Marvel Stadium was all put off, I think. Uh, then the soccer... The Formula Ones, everything was all shut down. Like, even the supercars were all shut down. So that's a lot of people off work. So you, you got you can't just think of um, of everyone or well, certain sectors or certain this and that. Everyone has been affected by this, and um, it's only going to bounce back, I reckon, soon enough. Oh yeah, I think. And but and here's the other thing too, which I don't think. It's something that we'll understand now, but there is a hidden gem in this. The day when this thing ends is going to be an amazing day, and I think yeah, you know, every footy game is going to be packed out. People are going to be more affectionate to each other. I don't mean hugging and that kind of stuff. I just mean <laughs> I'll shake people it, are going to be shake more... everyone's hands and all that type of shit, probably. 
Yeah, uh, and you know, for and it won't last because nah, people not. just go back into go back to their own but, old ways. But I that suppose. initial first time, I reckon, will be something special, and that is something we can all look forward to when that happens. Yeah. Um. Well, with the other one is being social now. Well, we're actually basically talking about that now. Um, it's going to be one hell of a ride of uh, what's actually affected everyone is being social now. Uh, when I meet someone new, you know, if I like them, I always shake their hand and you know all that type of shit. But you can't, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to hug. You're not allowed to do nothing. Um, you have to do either the elbow or the foot, I think it was, and. Uh, like, I'm not a very affectionate fellow myself, but at the same time, you know, it's pretty bad when you only have to stand um, 1.5 metres from each other. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty hectic. And you're not allowed to go up to the, uh, to the you know, go to the supermarkets and uh, bloody, <laughs> it's, it's bloody, it's not hilarious, but it's just strange. You're not allowed to go 1.5 or 3.5 metres from the checkout person and, you got to pack your own bags, you got to do this, you got to do that yourself. And like, I'm not sucking, but just it's just so strange how, because how, I, I like having little chats with them sometimes. And um, they pack the bags, I chuck it in the trolley, and we just have little chats. But everyone is so skittish now, like, everyone's scared in some ways. But I think it's starting to ease off a bit now, it's actually starting to get a bit better. But um, which is good because everyone was getting very, very paranoid with this, which is fair enough. But hopefully well, people start actually getting better now. Well, at the end of the day, nothing nothing lasts forever, whether it be nah, of course not. an illness, whether it be a bad time in life. And yeah. fear is also the same. You know, it, It's like people who out there who suffer depression will, will tell you is at the time, the saying it never works, that it will get better. Yeah. But it always does, you know. It, it always does. somehow you find yourself in a situation where you spring back to normal. How yeah. long that takes, I don't know. But I think what a lot of people haven't realised is we're on the road out. Of you course. know, people are going, "Oh, when when's this going to end?" Well, I don't think those people have also realised that. I reckon we we turned the corner and started heading back to normality about two weeks ago. I think it's going to be a, a long process back. It, as I said, it was quick in, and it's going to be slow out, but we're on the way back. Yeah, of course we are, mate. Of course we are. Yeah, well, I, well, actually, basically, as you said, mate, nothing lasts forever. And we, as everyone knows now, you just got to be patient, and then once it actually does happen and it does actually free up the restrictions and that, we'll be a lot more um, grateful and a lot more appreciative of what we actually have got. Um. Now, with our second topic of uh, this episode is uh, how is living in the house affecting us as people? Now, family is the first point. So how do you reckon the family is getting affected by this lockdown? Because it's been nearly, what, seven, eight weeks now? <coughs> well, it's not longer now, really. Yeah, it's, well, it's over, well over, it's over a month, I know that. Oh, yeah, so we have to be at least eight weeks, so... Yeah, six weeks, I'd say, because yeah. when did it start? It started just around the time of the Grand Prix. Yep, so and that, that was, was the 13th of March. Yeah, because the Formula Ones were on the 16th, the actual Sunday, the actual race was on the 16th, wasn't it? Or was it on the 15th? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're let's just say, five, six weeks. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it's I, I don't know how I can't I can't speak for myself really, but no. Well, well, what have you been going because um, because you've got family members at your place. What's what's been going on at your house then, mate? Is it, is well, it been much affected at your place? Not really, because we're not a very close family. Um, we all yeah. kind of go our separate ways. Um, your family is very different to mine. Like I, I can go a whole day without seeing another member of my family. Yeah. Whereas I know Mac can't go another ten seconds without. <laughs> yeah. You know, just because they're yeah. a lot closer than what than what than what I am. So um, I think they're all pushing the same boat. Just bored, tired. Yeah. That's the weirdest Frustrated. thing. <laughs> the tiredness, you know, you, you can't explain it because doing nothing takes more energy than doing something. Yeah, I reckon that too much. Um, Bloody hell, that's going to go down as, as one of the greatest quotes of of all time in a hundred years' time. Now, now you guys say it again, to say so, just so we know. Doing nothing makes you more tired than doing something. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to go down as a philosophy. <laughs> That's going to be a very awesome slogan, mate. I should really make that as a bumper sticker. On me tombstone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies Matt. <laughs> Say the famous slogan. What, what's the slogan, mate, once more? What's the slogan on the bottom of the tombstone? Doing nothing makes you more tired than doing something. <laughs> well, make sure I'll get that um, tripped into me tombstone once the old, the old fella dies. Um... It's just, uh, but yeah, I know what you mean, but I know really know what you mean. It's like I can sleep anytime. Like, I'm dopey. I'll admit that right now. I'm freaking dopey. I can sleep. And the, yeah, well, well, I'm just the opposite. I, I um, I very rarely sleep, so this it's just kind of amplified it a bit for me. But yes, yes. Uh, well, I don't know it's all right with you, mate. But you've actually got insomnia, so that makes it even yeah. freaking worse for you. Um, and I've got to sleep apnea, so <laughs> go, we've got, um, oh, opposites. got total opposites, like, uh, I can sleep all the time, um, because half the time I'm bloody tired, but since I've been on thinking, that's, that's a different episode. Um, but the whole thing is, I've always been dopey, I can always sleep whenever, um, no arguments here. hey, said so no arguments here, yes, that is true, um, and the whole thing is too, is that's, when you're really, really bored and there's nothing on telly, you've watched half of Netflix and that type of shit, um, it, it can be, uh, yeah, can be a bit frustrating at times. Can't really when you think about it. Yeah, it's like, you know, you try to find a show to watch, but you're that bored you can't even find the show. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's it. Well, yeah, that's, that is actually it too, isn't it? Um, it's kind of hard to find something that's really entertaining for you actually to watch and actually enjoy. Um, but then you realise, oh shit, I've already watched that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's a kind of a catch twenty two when, when you think about it, doesn't it? You know, you think, think all this time in the world, people who love their TV would have would have no problems, but it's just the opposite. Well, when you think about it, yeah, because there's only so much TV you can actually get watching there. Really, when you think about it. Um, uh, I think I've watched uh, my share for the year, I reckon. <laughs> well, 
We have uh, discussed what was like being in the family because I reckon it's been frustrating for the family. Like I know some people. I'm not going to point fingers or anything like that. I'm just uh, assuming that there are some parents out there who actually have been working non-stop um, when this wasn't on, and then all of a sudden, oh shit, I'm actually home with the kids. Um, which is fair enough. You're doing your bit. You're supporting your family and that type of thing. It, it would have to be hard for them because they, they're so used to a routine and they're so used to their job life and all that type of stuff and that type of thing. It'd be pretty hard on them to actually say, oh shit, um, well, what, you know, what I've got to do here now. So what, what do you think about those, um, with those poor bastards? <laughs> Andrew, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Mate, I was asking you a question. What's going on? I don't really know how to answer that one, man. Um, it's just one of those things where, because I'm not in that position, I'm, I've never really had a family to sort of um take care of or, or that. I just don't really know how to answer that one. Uh-huh. Well, I reckon in some points, mate, I reckon it'd be, um, be definitely be a change. Uh, but I reckon... Um, in some ways, I reckon that it would be a bit difficult, but I reckon that some people would actually enjoy it too. Like some people would actually, um, would actually be entertaining just to be at home. And um, when it really comes to it, uh, there, like, there will be some people who be working like uh, like seven days straight, uh, and. Uh, I reckon it'd be good for them to be, really, really in some ways, it'd be good for them to actually be um, home with the kids and being with the kids and just entertaining the kids and um, just enjoying their company and just, uh, you know, see what they what they do and what, how they react and, you know, the type of things with certain, um, certain things of entertainment, which is our next topic, which is actually... Uh, how do you entertain yourself and others when you're in isolation? Now, that is a very difficult one when it really comes to it. And you're, you're mucking around over there, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you? He's, he's going to do something. That's all right. Um, he's uh, mucking around because I'm actually doing this over Facebook, so he's obviously doing something on his end. But that's all right. Uh now I've actually heard that a lot of people have been entertaining everyone with Legos and that type of thing. Um, yeah, jigsaw puzzles and Legos and uh, all sorts of shit, right? All sorts of things. And jeez, um, I'm having a couple of tongue twisters here. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Not bloody talking proper tonight. Um, but it just uh, it seems like a lot of people have been trying to entertain their kids and entertain themselves by watching shows, watching movies, doing puzzles, doing Legos, that type of thing. It's like the other day I actually went over to uh, Kmart and that type of thing and uh, local news agents and that. All the puzzles, like get this mate, all the puzzles, colouring books, pencils, um, just plain books, well some of them anyway, all the Legos, all the building things were all gone. Yeah, they'd be um like everything. <laughs> they'd be flying off the shelf right now. And um, in some ways, you can only build so many things, can't you? You can only do so many puzzles. You can only do so many colorings. 
Like, what else is there really to do besides on the kids th- these days have all got their iPads, PlayStations, Xboxes, PCs, uh, shit like that, and Fortnite, which is probably one of the biggest ones at the moment. Um, like, what really, what else is there, really, when it comes to it? I, if you can answer that one, man, you'd be doing us all a favour. Exactly. So that's the whole thing. No one actually really knows what else really to do with them, or with anyone for that matter. But how do you entertain yourself? That's the whole thing. Like This is the other thing. How do you entertain yourself? Not just the others, but how do you entertain yourself? Now, in my opinion, I'm in picking as picking shit in some ways. I'm happy as anything because I've got me, me, um, me streaming on Twitch, which is gaming, uh, which is one of my big entertainments. I've got me cooking in the kitchen. And I've got me podcasting right now, and I've got me computer. So, in some ways, I'm pretty happy. I'm a big movie person. I love watching movies and shows and that type of thing, so I'm pretty happy. Whereas I'm not too big on the um, movies and TV. And Well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? There's, there's people who love this type of stuff, like being indoors, that type of thing. But then there's also other people like yourself and me as well, because I actually love going out myself. That's one thing I'm actually going to get onto in a little bit later. Is that, um, that's probably one thing I actually do fucking miss, mate. I really do. I actually do miss going out into my car, driving down to the beach, and just staying there and just listening to the ocean. Um, it's just one of those things I really miss. Like, what, what's one of the main things you really, really miss? Like, really? Definitely, uh, really just the ability to go out. Nothing in particular, just the ability just to, to go out. <laughs> go out. Yeah. I think everyone's like that too, aren't they, really? When you, when you really think about it, that's what everyone is actually like as well, is that they just miss going out, having a coffee, having a beer, having everything else, aren't they? Yeah, not, you know, just not having to, to worry about things, you know, just being able to, you don't realise how much you miss normality. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the whole thing about when I, was, um, when I was talking about how it's affecting everyone being social. That's exactly what we're talking about, guys. We are talking about going out for a beer, going out for a coffee with with your mates. Um, like I miss, like I know for a fact that my mother, um, uh, she misses going out for coffees and going out for her lunches with her friends, um, and going out to karaoke at the end of every bloody month, um, because it's a good way for mum because she is a cleaner at a nursing home and uh, well, two nursing homes actually. It's a good way for her to let off some steam, and that's the that's the person who you heard last episode with the traveller in Australia, which has gone really well, mate. It actually has. Yep, I listened to that myself, and I was quite entertained. Yes, um, she's definitely got some stories, and let you know, everyone, is that uh, she actually will be on for another episode soon, so that's good. Um, but like I was saying about my mum, is that it's good for her to. Go out with the friends because it's you know releasing all that um, letting off some steam. I think it's the old saying, isn't it? Um, and it'd be like that with you too, mate, because you've always had a bit of a um, what would you call like a bit of a routine yourself. Like you go to the gym and you do this and you do that, and it'd be pretty hard for you, wouldn't it? Because you're always outdoors, aren't you? Doing something. Yeah, it's it's been yeah unpleasant to say the least. Yeah, but there's not a lot that can be really done about so I, I try not to harp on too much about it but yeah it does get you 
It does, it, it does get it. It gets to everyone, mate. That's the whole thing. It gets to everyone, but like we've said there before, mate. You just got to be patient, and really, you just got to be patient. And like we said, nothing lasts forever. Um, as, I, as I said before, the government's done pretty well in all this. The I only have. thing I, I have. Of only thing I hope that that comes out of this is they sack Premier Andrews from Victoria. <laughs> yeah, he's been the one that I don't think he has a good speaking tone. I don't think he has a way with words. I feel like he's made the mental side of this a lot tougher than what it needs to be. Yeah. Well, like I reckon the type of stuff he actually has done has been good, I suppose, but the way he's been saying it is completely different. <laughs> that is completely yeah, different. Just that degrading tone of voice that he speaks and he's talking down to you when yeah. really, we don't need that at this time. Well, what we really need, mate, like I'm just saying from my own perspective, is that we need reinsurance and we just need not necessarily comforting, but we just need to know that it's all right, we've got your back and, you know, we're, we're part of the, all this all together, but just don't, do, just don't talk down to people, mate. Just don't do that because as soon as you start doing that, mate, that's when people will start really reacting and start really in some ways telling you to get stuffed and basically not listening to you but um anyway so just uh how living in, in the house has been affecting us all with it so what's what's with the general things but what's living in the house the general things that's been affecting us all you reckon mate you're right yeah nothing's really changed for me um i wouldn't probably be the right person to ask about that because as I, as I said I um I'm kind of on my own in my house um, yeah you'd probably be better suited and better equipped to answer that question yeah well I've got my little nephew here at home and I've uh, got my mum here as well and um like he's doing homeschooling at the moment and uh during the week and that's that's been doing well that's that's been quite good for him to, you know doing the work that he has to do and just get everyone done with um, but, uh, it's, like, I, I know, I understand for a fact that it's getting frustrating for him because he's always going out for rides with his mates and that type of thing. I understand that completely. But you just, some things you just can't do at this point in time. You just can't do it. And what I keep saying to him, it's not going to, it's not going to be like this all, all the time, mate. It's going to ease off soon enough. It's actually going to ease off soon enough than what people actually realise. And... And I know for a fact that all the kids out there are getting frustrated. I know, um, well, I can only speak of my nephew's point of view. Um, like I said, that he always used to go out for rides all the time with his mates and that. You can't do that. He can't go hang out with his mates down the playground because the playground's all shut down, all closed and that. So it's been frustrating for him. It's been frustrating for my mum. And really, in some ways, it's been frustrating for me because I can't go down, um, let's say, grab... Um, grab a couple of burgers from Macca's or something and go down to the beach and enjoy and just enjoy some fish and chips or something even. You just can't do it. Um, yeah, I mean, and there's, probably, and there's a few things which we can all agree on. Yeah. Are, 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 some of these rules are a bit weird. Like, why are you not allowed to drive your car? I don't understand. I, I think um, I can understand to the point of, like, say if I was driving my mum to work and if I go out of the car... And I went to the nursing home. Even though we were part of the same household, 
I suppose I could be a affected person and I could give it to everyone else. But at the same time, if you're not going to actually going to leave your car, I say if you're going down to the supermarket and all that type of thing, if you're not going to leave your car, you're just taking someone down there. But at, at the same time, there's a bit of a loophole with that. If you were going to take someone down with your car and say if you were affected and that person wasn't, well, you just affected them, haven't you? Because you just got in the car with them. So how does this bloody shit really work when it comes to it? And but then again, what's the big deal about driving around, taking your car for a drive on your own? Well, that's it, isn't it? Well, that's the whole thing. Like you could be going to the supermarket, you're fine. Going to get some tea, you're fine. Uh, or dinner for some people. Um, or going to get some lunch or some brekkie or something like that. But Yeah, I don't think anyone actually calls tea dinner in this country anymore, man. <laughs> Well, well, they never did over here, actually. <laughs> That's well, just a modern, modern European term, that is. Well, I've always been brought up with um, brekkie uh, dinner and tea. That's all I've always brought up with. Um, yeah, it's a modern day thing, that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, apparently my grandfather me and his grandfather, well, his father used to say it all the time. So, um, but, um, but with that, it's just some people just have to really just, well, we've said it nearly 10 times now, haven't we? you just got to be patient. It's as simple as that. Um, now, with the third and last topic of, uh, of tonight, or today, whatever, um, is, and this is one that I actually really want your input on, is uh, what will you do after all this is over? Now, the first topic, well, first bit is where would you go? All right, so everything's been cleared. All the restrictions have been cleared. You can now do whatever you bloody want. What would you do? Go. Go to the pub and get a pilot. <laughs> uh, I knew you'd say something like that. Um, First thing you'd do is go to Macca's and go down the beach. No, I would actually would just go down the beach. Because you can, you can have your Macca's, mate. You can have it any time you want. Um, just go down the beach, wind down the windows, turn the car off, Put some, um, just turn the radio all the way down and just enjoy the sands of the ocean. That's me. Um, because I live on the coast, so I miss hearing the ocean. Um, now, why would you go to the spot where you just said? Just normality. Normality. See, that's the whole thing, isn't it? People would say that about every single thing they used to do, like go down to the coffee shop, go to the pub, go down the beach, whatever. Take the dog down the beach. Take the kids down the beach, whatever. Take the kids down to a restaurant for a nice meal. Take your partner out to a nice meal and yeah, shit like that. Um, but here's the other thing, mate. What would you eat and drink when you're out? Now, I think you said to the pub, but what would you eat or drink? Jeez, oh, um, uh, chicken parma. <laughs> your chicken parma. With a Bundy, I'm assuming, or a beer? Oh, okay. I, have to, I have to decide on the day, maybe both. <laughs> I dare say, you, I dare say, in some ways, right? We are gonna get so many people um, going everywhere. Like I reckon, uh, like the pubs are gonna be packed, the restaurants are gonna be packed, the cafes are gonna be packed, the shopping centres are gonna be packed. People are just gonna be happy as freaking Larry. Um, when actually people come out Happy of the as a pig and shit. Hey? Happy as a pig and shit. 
basically, yeah. yeah it's like on uh, on TikTok. Um, I actually seen this video, and it was you know. Do you remember the ending of the Lion King? When oh, yeah, when he falls off the fucking ledge. No, no, no. When when uh, Simba goes up to the top of the rock and he does that big roar. It was, it was that it was that music. It was that yeah. music, and oh fuck, it was funny. It was a bloke, and um, it was on the news that it's all been cleared, and it's all fixed, and it's all done. And then the music started playing, and then, and then I I heard um, uh, <laughs> you know the old saying, and then um, and then he opened up the door, and everything was all like got freaking vines up inside the buildings, and the whole bloody roads were all cracked and that type of thing. And then uh, he just walked through the door. It was so f- you had to watch the video, but it's so bloody funny. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be <laughs> But that's the that's the other thing too that I've actually noticed about everyone as well, mate. Is that everyone's doing more TikToks and more videos, more gaming streams than anything else ever before. And like everyone's using this thing Zoom for scrolling and just everything. Like we've seen all the celebrities that doing it too, and. Um, it's been incredible how actually, in some ways, how how many people have actually come together and actually supported all this and actually trying to get everyone through this. Don't you reckon? Yeah. That could be one of the positives that come out of this whole situation, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon we're actually starting to learn the old ways again, like appreciating what we have and not just um, taking it for granted, don't you think? Yeah, as I said, that these are, they're going to be the bonuses that are going to come, are going to come out of this, and yeah. hopefully they stick. Yes, I reckon so. But um, like, uh, I think you're probably the best one to say it because I'm not really into the NRL. Are, are they actually going to start coming back? Are they or not? Because I heard something about a locked-in date. Yeah, May twenty-eighth, they're coming back. Uh, now that's that's going to put on a fair bit of pressure on the AFL, don't you think? Well, you'd hope you'd hope it would because you'd hope that that would. St- I mean, really, that's just a bit of normality for pe- that word again. Normality. That's just a bit of comfort for people to have something up, and it shows that we're getting somewhere. But if we keep holding back, starting these things, it's just gonna put so much mental pressure on people because yeah. you, you've got to start giving them back something. Because there's nothing on, mate, and you can only watch so many reruns of freaking games like last year and the old grand finals and the primary finals and the old games. There's only so much footy you can actually watch of the old days and modern day. We want to watch the 2020 season. We don't want to watch freaking a grand final from freaking 1985 or whatever. We want to watch the games now. We want to watch our mates and our boys play now. Um... Like, I know as a Carlton fan, I want to see my Blue Boys. I want to see them play. And, uh, well, to I, be fair, this not having any, not winning or losing is actually pretty pretty common territory for Carlton fans. Yeah. It's also for North Melbourne, too, as well. Actually, so no, we'd be more successful than you guys. Really? <laughs> really? Well, it wouldn't be hard not to be any more successful than Carlton. Jesus. See, typical AFL supporters. We always have to give shit to each other. Um... But at the same time, mate, you would say this too. You gotta admit this. It's just happy you you'd be just happy just to watch a game, wouldn't you? 
where the no, North Melbourne or... I would love you just to watch something live that isn't taped. It's not, you know... Yeah. That, that, that's me. I don't care what sport it is. Just as long as we actually get to watch something. You know, well, I don't the... care what show it is. I mean, it can be a TV show, a panel show, just something that's not taped or... um. No, so I miss, I miss the front bar. Like I love that show, and it's not it's not the same. I watched an episode there about two weeks ago. I think it was. I think it was about two weeks ago. It was not the bloody same. It was nowhere near the bloody same. And um, I think everyone would agree who actually do watch it that we actually do miss watching it for what that used to be like, like last year. But um. Like, I actually miss watching the Viet Supercars. I miss watching the 4 ones Like, I missed that this year. Um, but uh, it's just been there. And like you said, not watching something that's been taped. It's actually been there and actually watching it and actually like being at a game for one, like at, at an actual Carlton or North Melbourne game or anyone's game, really. It's actually been at the ground and taking in the atmosphere and, and hearing the roar of the crowd and that. It's definitely something, if you haven't experienced it, you don't really understand what I'm talking about. Um, but if you have experienced like me and Andrew have, and I dare say nearly 98% of the people have, you understand what that means. And when you haven't got it, and it's actually been taken away from you in some ways, you kind of miss it, don't you? Really. That's the weird one there, that feeling of having something and then not having it. Like, I don't think I ever anticipated the year I'd see... A game of football, not on. Yeah. And it's, it's not just the AFL, it's local stuff too, mate. Like it's the local netball, local bloody cricket, the local everything. It's all been it's all been stopped. Like the local footies and that. All the clubs are all stopped. The whole freaking lot stopped. Um, like even the racing stopped. Like the sprint cars and the stocks and all that type of shit. I'm pretty sure that's all stopped. Fuck, like I know where, where my town is. Um, oh, dude, you can't even breathe outside today. It's just everything's been stopped. That's what I mean. Like, every single thing has been bloody stopped. It's like, what the hell are we going to do now? Um, but uh, oh, hopefully this shit gets finished and hopefully we get over this pretty damn quick. Um, and like I said at the start, this is going to be the last episode of us talking about the corona because I know for a fact that... Um, it's uh, it's definitely been one of the things where you get kind of sick of hearing about it. Um, well, you got any other thoughts or anything like that on the corona? Nope. no, nope, nothing else. Just Let's just move on from it. My thoughts exactly. Anyway, I'll catch you guys later. So thank you very much, Andrew, for joining us um, today. It's been good. And, um, yeah. Anyway, catch you later. See ya. Hey, Matt here. So that's it for this whole episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to give me a review of five stars or whatever you want to do on here. It sure does help. Make sure you head over to my Facebook page and my YouTube channel, Amanda's Media, to see all the updates and videos that I do. Want to give me a hand and donate to my PayPal? You're more than happy to, mate. Go over to paypal.me slash Media and donate whatever you want. Doesn't worry me. Thanks very much in advance for it, that's for sure. Thanks very much for joining me today, and I hope to see you soon for the next one. Catch you then.